This is a production of KMmedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... Well, we have got a great story, a great animal communicator, somebody who can talk to your animal who is either here or no longer here. And uh, her name is Jennifer, and she's going to be with us in just a second. But first, I have to talk to my friend Nathan. How are you, sir? Good afternoon, Kevin. I'm excited to get maybe chatting with my pet rock. You know, Frank <laughs> is here, uh, just ready. i got a lot of things I want to ask him. Yeah. <laughs> You actually have a pet rock. Uh, I don't think it qualifies as an animal. I mean, it's more of just like, what do you call rocks? And there's like some sort of scientific term for them. Um, an and object. I don't know. I, I don't know. But but I understand that you're going to make it cold over the weekend. How dare I'm you? I'm going to make it cold. That's because I'm flying away. It might probably have something to do with that. I am taking a little trip over the weekend. Oh, good for you. Are you going back east? Yeah, I guess I'm taking the warm weather to Kentucky. Where the heck are you going to Kentucky for? <laughs> well, that's where my niece is, and we'll be celebrating her first birthday. Oh, sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. First birthdays are really cool because they don't care, and all they know <laughs> is that there's this big lump of cake that they're going to shove in their face. Yes, exactly. And then they get toys and gifts and lots of partying and happy times. Oh, good. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're taking time to be with family and friends. That's that's really, really important. Me, too. And it'll be her yes. golden birthday, too. And her golden birthday? The golden birthday. It's when you turn the age that you were born on and the day of the month. I had no idea. Um, I've learned something new today, which is why we do Positive Talk Radio. We always want to l learn something and to help people understand a few things. And and today we've got a great show for you because we've got an animal communicator. And and Nathan and I have our contest of uh, if you call in and uh, when Nathan um, announces the numbers, then he gets twenty bucks, and if I do, I get twenty bucks. So so if uh, I when when it's time to call in and talk to Jennifer, that would be awesome if you wanted to do that. And then we'll just flip a coin, see who gets to get the first announcement of the phone call or phone numbers. Well, I'll tell you what, because uh, I'm the guest, I get to choose and I'll allow, I choose you, sir. Okay. <laughs> the visiting team. That's right. Because goodness knows you need 20 bucks. All right. Well, if you want to call into our show, the phone number is 425-373-5527 or toll free in Western Washington is one 298 five five six nine and check this out if you're watching us on youtube facebook or twitter you can even see one of those numbers right there on the screen four two five three seven three five five two seven talk to people a little bit more about that what are we doing differently than we've ever done before sure uh in 2023 we've upgraded the show so it's no longer just audio only in podcast or radio form you can now go to youtube or facebook and that's both for positive talk radio or 1150 kknw's pages and also on kknw's twitter and you get to see us interact with each other and get some visuals on the screen as well and uh, take a look at our guests and 
it's also on demand too. So once the show airs, it saves as a recording and you can go back and watch or listen to it anytime. You know, I was talking to Eric on Wednesday and he said that uh, he's that he was looking at the numbers and there have been over 3,500 people who have looked at the downloads of month to date. Yes, it's uh, really an upgrade. It, it really is. And there's a lot of different ways that you can get to us. And one of the ways that I would really encourage people to get to because we run contests. I, I don't think I've ever told you this. We want to run contests on kmmedia.pro. And uh, we just announced the winners of the current contest, which is they get a 30-minute personalized interview with me that they get the uh, the MP4, which is the video, basically, mm-hmm. or an MP3, and they can take it and do anything they want to with it. They can put it on their website. They can uh, put it on Instagram. Not Instagram. That's too long. But, but on any other social media that they like, Facebook, they can put it up there and stuff like that. And so if you want to uh, join... Uh, and um, and perhaps win one of our contests, just go to kmmedia.pro, and there's a sign-up page right there on the front page, and you can sign up, and uh, and um, then you become part of our, our mailing group, and, and uh, we send you stuff that you can win. And the, the, the current winners, um, Vicki McGrath, who's been on the show before, and Mary Potter Kenyon, who I don't think has been on the show but she might have and uh, they so they get a personalized 30-minute interview so if you are a small business owner and you're looking for a way to attract new customers in a in a really unique and different way you get to have a 30-minute personalized interview with me so uh, you can do that by going to kmmedia.pro isn't that fun you really do have a lot of contests because the last time i remember being one or the one i remember is when we had the shirt uh, yes, I'd be kind to another because each other is all we got, and you were yes. giving that away. So yes. here's another we one. Did. Yes, and uh, we've had one in between there too. Oh, so we we've done a bunch of those things, and uh, and today we're presenting a young lady who has got really quite a backstory. Um, I ran into her because she is an author now. Uh, she's an animal communicator, and she also was. Um, bedridden for a long time and had a lot of pain and was an opiate addict for almost 20 years because of the amount of pain that she was in. And uh, she's progressed through all of that and has become an animal communicator of the first uh, of the first kind, the very best in around. And uh, she's actually even local. So if you wanted to contact her, and I believe she's in West Seattle, so you can contact her and talk to her there. So I'd like to introduce uh, Jennifer Atweiler. Hey, you, how are you? Good. I'm actually at the north end of Lake Washington. Oh, oh, different, okay. Different end of town. Different. <laughs> That's still well, Seattle. <laughs> it's still Seattle. I grew up in, in, like, in Wallingford. I went to high school in Ballard. Uh, even though I've lived outside the city limits for... 25 years i still identify as a seattleite i mean if you're describing where you live to somebody that lives not in washington as long as you're not as far north as everett or south as tacoma you're saying you're in seattle well even then i would still probably say near seattle (laughs) (laughs) now are are you are we talking bothell uh, mount lake terrace where are we talking um i'm in kenmore which is right next to bothell do you know I grew up in Kenmore? 
I, you know, I think you've told me that, but I had forgotten. Yeah, I grew up on, on Juanita Drive um, on top of the, the hill right there and uh, went to Juanita High School and, uh, um, and, and all of that. I was right on the border with that and uh, Inglemore. So, but I was able to go to Juanita, which I really had a wonderful time there. And so I know that area very well. My sister still lives there, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I, I live, uh, Juanita Drive on the other side of Bothaway turns into 68th, and I live up that hill. Hmm. So the opposite oh. direction. I'm north of there. I was just at Got Blythe it. Park yesterday. Yeah, yeah, all all close by. Blythe Park? I'm not familiar with that. What's that? It's just uh, kind of a general park. It's got like a big playground, and I was there to play disc golf, but there's also a hiking or walking and biking trail that runs through there, and just a community park. One of these days, you we're going to have to talk about that, uh, Nathan, on what exactly disc golf is and how to play it, but uh, but we can we can save that for another time. But uh, yeah, we got to talk um, with animals today. We do, and by the way, he has an animal, and we can we can talk to uh, Nathan's animal as well. Mm-hmm. I, I heard about his pet rock, and I was just going to say that my cousin has my aunt's pet rock that was like one of the originals bought in the store, and they like oh. she still has it. They found it in a box, and my cousin kept it. One of the most unique and powerful marketing strategies I've ever heard. They took this rock. If if you're not familiar with it, if you're a little younger, they took this rock, put it in a box, gave you a little pamphlet that was really a funny little pamphlet about the rock and stuff. And then they they put it in the stores and they sold it. And they sold a lot of them. You've probably heard of Joe's forecasting stone, haven't you? I have heard of that one. Boy, I seem to be out of the loop today. <laughs> There's this rock hanging from a string off of like a little railing or something like that. And it says, well, long story short, it's like if the rock is wet, it's raining. If there's a shadow on the ground, it's sunny. Uh, if the uh, rock has a white hat, it's snowing. If it's uh, going back and forth, it's windy. <laughs> it's the forecasting stone or rock. Is that is that kind of our version of the uh, of the little rat that comes out once a year and and, and... Yeah. <laughs> are you talking about the groundhog? Yeah, <laughs> the, exactly. And Monsatani fell, or is that is that right? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So so in any in any <laughs> we digress. We digress. And uh, but but Jennifer, have I have I uh, represented your your bio correctly? Yes, you have very correctly. Um, it, it's been a long, long journey for me. Um, I started collecting chronic pain diagnoses when I was, I think I got my first official diagnosis when I was 17, but I'd been in a lot of pain prior to that. And I just keep adding them on over the years and, and, uh, and ended up you know, taking taking the pills for a really long time, and uh, and finally got detoxed off of them, and now I deal with the pain in other ways, and it's, it, yeah, uh, animal communication came along at a time when I was ready for a change, and I wanted it bad enough I could make a commitment, and and started really digging in and and showing up for things, and that kind of started me being able to do more and more things. 
when we're talking about chronic pain, because I think that it is a uh, epidemic that is kind of like under the radar, that a lot of people have got chronic pain and they, and they, whether it be fibromyalgia or, or any of the other names that they've attached to it, what is it like to have to live with chronic pain? Well, um, I can tell you that um, I used to tell a story that went something like this. I would wake up in the morning and lay in bed for probably sometimes an hour or two thinking about how hard it was going to be to sit up just to take my pain meds. Then oh, I'd wow. take the pain meds and lay back down and wait an hour or two for them to kick in. This is all before I even had time to get up and go to the bathroom. And that was how my day started. Um, and, you know, it, once the pain meds kicked in, I could sit up and move around and things like that. But it just wasn't comfortable to do a lot of moving. And it took very little movement to get, uh, you know, how you get sore after a workout. Like for me, it would take so little to be sore so that it was like, oh, well, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> and so then, so then I like I wanted to move even less and it just became like this spiraling thing. It becomes a downward spiral because the less you move, the more difficult it is to move. And that means that you want to move less. And, and stuff like that. This is I, I have kind of a little bit of that. I've, both of my hips have been replaced. And so I'm trying to be very careful. One is 20 years old. And so I try and be very careful. I don't want to have to have it redone. And uh, I'm not dead yet. So, you know, I'm still, still kicking. So I want to make sure that. So, you know, when people say, well, gosh, why don't you just get out and jog a little bit? It's like, no, that's not happening. Can't do it. And, and stuff. So, uh, but you have over time learned through the work that you're doing to overcome some of that. Yes. Well, I mean, I don't know if I'd say overcome, but learn to handle it in different ways. Like um, when I'm stressed, the pain definitely flares up. Um, you know, uh, you mentioned that I'm an author now. I'm I'm on my third third year of contributing a chapter to a book and each year while it's time to write that chapter my stress goes up and my pain level goes up and so it's some of it is about the self-talk that like okay you know this is temporary you've done this before you're going to be okay you know you're going to feel better if you get up and move around um but but it is a fine line because it i spent more than 20 years thinking it hurts don't move so that's still pretty ingrained in there. So I have to do constant work on what I'm thinking. Constant work. Exactly. And one of the pe one of the people that's helped you. I, you know, I don't think I've asked you this yet because uh, the gal who you've written the book with, it's behind the power and and um, she's working on her third book. Her name is Allison Roberts, but she is in Georgia and you are in Washington. How did you connect with her and i'm sure there's a story behind that um not really not as much as you would think um with the pandemic and and anything that wasn't on zoom before 
is is on Zoom now. Um, during the pandemic, I was going to animal communication school and um, one of the other students was a client of Allison's and we were talking one day and, and she said, you got to meet Allison. She's got the, she's got this free thing coming up. Just come. And I, you know, I made it through the first few days and called Allison and went, okay, I, I want, I want to be a client. I want to be a client, you know, and, um, and I'm going on, I think I'm going on three years with Allison now. Now, what motivated you to go to an animal communication school? I didn't even know there was such a thing. <laughs> I didn't either. And I was so excited when I found out. <laughs> I'll bet. Um, from the very first time I found, like, I can still remember the first animal communicator I met and I can picture the room we were in. She was giving a talk at one of the local bookstores and I was skeptical. Um, and I sat down and I watched her talk to all these animals in the room. And it was so apparent that, that like each animal had a different voice. It wasn't, it wasn't just her saying things. It was, it was apparent she was speaking for an animal and her people, the people kept saying, that's exactly what my dog would say if he could talk. That's exactly what my pet would say. And, and I just like, wow, this is, this was just amazing to me. And it was so fascinating. I've always loved animals. I've always loved having pets. And, and it just seemed like a magical power, like, you know, superpower or just magic or whatever you want to call it that you could actually talk to them and then i found out she taught classes and i went take my money please <laughs> <laughs> so i i took weekend classes here and there over the years but when i found out that there was a full-blown school with an 18-month program where you got practice and they taught you how to you know, how to do all the things and energy work too. And I, it, it was again, please take my money. And, and I can say this as an animal communicator, I'm sure you can relate to something in your life that when you're in a room full of people, even if it's just a zoom room where you can say the cat said and not have any qualms about what anyone's going to think about you, it is priceless. It's absolutely priceless. It changes who you really are at a fundamental level, doesn't it? It, it? And it changes like how you put yourself out in the world. Like suddenly you can be yourself. You're not hiding this part of you because you're afraid of what people are going to think. And what do people think in that are in your world after you came out as, I suppose coming out is not really the right word, but maybe it is. Um, as when, you, when you announced that you were an animal communicator now, what was your friends and family? Were they like, what? Um, most of my family was like, what took you so long? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, some uh, some of my friends had not heard of it before, so I did a little explaining, and and they went, "Oh, well, that's fascinating. What's the cat saying right now?" <laughs> um, I have one cousin that that heard an interview that I did with with Allison. It was like my very first time on a Facebook live, and and I said, 
you know, I talk to animals using telepathy and that might be a little woo-woo for some people, but that's okay. And my one of my cousins has now dubbed me little cousin woo-woo. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure he does that with love. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> because the thing is, now, we were talking with another gal who's local. Her name is Ann Lally. And she was your teacher at one of these. Mm -hmm. uh, and she mentioned to me and to you and to the audience of the podcast that she saw something in you that was unique and different and that you needed to be part of the bigger scheme of things and the, and the, and the school, the 18-month part, because of the talent level that you exhibited. Am I misrepresenting that at all? Uh, that was kind of how I heard it. Um, it was the first time I'd heard her say it, so <laughs> um, it, it was it was new to me that she had felt that way. But I I meet people like that in Allison's program or through animal communication that I'm like, yeah, you need to you need to be part of this program. You you're gonna fit right in. You're gonna get something out of it. I meet people like that regularly, and and most often they end up joining the program in the long run. And now you are an animal communicator in the Seattle area and you take on clients and you talk to people and you talk to their animals and you can also talk to animals that are, that have passed on. Yes. Yes. You, we did that with my, <laughs> my dog scolded me from the other side just the other day. <laughs> I don't know if I'd call it a scolding, just a, this will happen faster if you quit bugging me about it. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, we were talking with a, another gentleman that that I value greatly, a gentleman that, that uh, by the name of Brandon Wainwright, and he's an author. He's written a book uh, about his dog, Tyson, and his dog, Tyson, passed away, and, uh, and he was heartbroken, and it came to pass that... Um, he learned that sometimes, and uh, by the way, on uh, Martha Norwalk's show on Sunday morning, she talks about this quite a little bit, that sometimes the soul of a dog that has passed that is, was your pet will come back in another body and is still your pet. And uh, they act very similar to, to the way that the original dog acted because it's the same, it's the same soul. And, uh, and, you, and you wholeheartedly agree with that. Absolutely. I um, As I was going through um, learning animal communication and like the, the better I got at reading like my own um, symbology, if you will, because it's different for everyone. You know, like if I close my eyes and see a candle, it might mean something different to me than you closing your eyes and seeing a candle. Um, so as I was learning my symbology, the, the cat that I had at the time, Miss Kitty, started telling me all the animals she had been in my life. And it really? was a lot of them. <laughs> like, it was like every other pet I had had since I was a child. She had been the soul following me around. So now, I wholeheartedly believe that. Is that because she just loves you to pieces and she wanted to be part of your life, whatever that looked like? Uh, I think this particular soul and I are are what I would call soulmates, for lack of a better term. I think we've been through many lifetimes together for both of us, and we just work well together, and um, and we're working on the same things. So we keep coming back together and pushing each other and getting better. <laughs> 
There's somebody in the audience is going, now wait a minute. A cat is pushing you to get better? What do you mean? They just sit around and, and, and lick themselves and look out the window. Oh, cats do energy work all the time. But this cat is the whole reason why I ended up getting help for my depression to begin with. Um, I was terrified to go to therapy or maybe uh, I hadn't had really good experiences with therapy. And I was also terrified of the stigmas and uh, and all that kind of stuff. And I woke up one morning to my cat throwing up for an hour straight and the vet didn't really give us much diagnosis. And I came home and I was like, this is not okay. I need a better answer. What do I do? And I hadn't talked to an animal communicator in years at that point. And it just, you know, light bulb came on and I went, I should call that first animal communicator that I ever met. And maybe she can tell me, you know, maybe Kitty can tell us what symptoms she's feeling that we can't see or something like that. And, um, and when I called her, she said, yeah, your cat's trying to take on some of your emotional stuff because you can't handle it all by yourself the way you're going. But the problem is, is most animals take it on, process it, and let it go. Your cat's just hanging on to it. It's making her sick. Oh, wow. And I went, oh. And at this point, I had, you know, ended a long-term relationship. My stepdad had passed away. My dad had passed away, um, like all in a relatively short period of time. And I just went, I am not losing that cat too. There's no way I will do whatever I need to do. And so I started getting help. And at first that was talking to the animal communicator every week that gave just really amazing advice. And then I eventually moved on to working with a coach that worked in gestalt therapy. And then I moved on to Allison, uh, who we talked about, who's a coach that specializes in cognitive behavioral techniques. But none of that would have happened if my cat hadn't gotten sick. Ah, well, then, then it was destined to be. Yeah. So you can tell me that my cat doesn't push me to do things, but I'm pretty sure she does. <laughs> Now, you mentioned uh, a therapy that I'm unfamiliar with. What's it called? Gestalt. And um, I would ha honestly, I would have to look it up. Ah. I, <laughs> what, what's the basis of it? Any idea? Um, I remember most of the coaching that I did was over the phone, but one of the in-person sessions, um, I got to beat a lawn chair with a pool noodle, which sounds ridiculous, but makes an amazingly satisfying noise. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's, it's a safe thing that like, when you want, when you really want to hit something, it's something safe. You're not going to hurt the chair. You're not going to hurt the pool noodle. And you get to swing your arms and work the energy out of your body and and it and this amazing flack noise that sounds much more dramatic than it really is in real life. But but I remember that exercise very specifically. Um, the coach that I worked with also coached with horses. Um, and so in my particular case, like my inner child desperately wanted to brush that horse and the horse stood still and let me do that. Um, he even let me hug him when he was done. And I was told he doesn't hug nobody. 
So, so animals are, I mean, they're great therapy all around. Well, yeah, they, they, they really are. And, and I, that's one of the reasons why I don't have one is because when I lose one, it hurts so badly. It takes a long time to recover from it. By the way, we're talking with Jennifer Etweiler and uh, we're going to open up the phone lines after we take these breaks. Um, we're going to take a little break and then we're going to open up the phone lines so that you can talk to her and talk to your animal, both living and dead. And we will be right back after these important messages. Hey there, I'm excited that you're listening right now. And if you like what we're doing here, you're going to love positivetalkradio.net. On positivetalkradio.net, each show, which is recorded live, is packed with positive information with real people discussing real issues and positive solutions that can work for everyone. I hope that you'll join us on positivetalkradio.net and listen to all 340 plus shows. I think it's worth your time. But then, that's just me. That's PositiveTalkRadio.net, your home for great progressive positive podcasts. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. Anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. Hey, my friend, I'd really like to thank you for listening to the show today. As you may know, I started Positive Talk Radio way back in 2003. We were one of the first shows on KKNW for 11 months. I was fortunate to be part of many lives, making a positive difference with great interviews and discussions, creating new thoughts and ideas. Sadly, for financial reasons, I had to terminate the show. Well, it took 18 years, but we're back better than ever. And not only on KKNW Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, but also podcasting with several inspiring channels with the same driving passion as the original. Please visit kmmedia.pro for complete information about all of these shows. In addition... If you feel called to keep positive programming on the air, you can join us by sponsoring the show and aligning yourself with our mission, which is nothing short of saving the planet and each other. Again, that's kmmedia.pro. I'll see you there. And welcome back to Positive Talk Radio, everybody. It's uh, KKNW, and it's a Friday afternoon. Uh, barely afternoon. It's uh, about 1230. And I uh, wanted to mention, by the way, that in that ad that uh, we're talking about the PositiveTalkRadio.net, it said we had 340 shows. Well, that was a couple of weeks ago. Now we have 403. And so there are lots and lots of shows to go listen. A lot, you know, uh, Allison Roberts been on a bunch of her friends and people that she's worked with. And co-authors have been on, and just a tons, tons and tons of people. And uh, I really uh, hope that you will uh, support some positive programming for a change. And we're now on Patreon, and if you're familiar with Patreon, you can go and become a, one of my patrons, and it's like ten bucks a month or some little amount, and then you can um, you can buy you can get for free an audio book and there's some things from behind the scenes and that kind of thing so so i encourage you to check that out that's patreon and uh 
on Positive Talk Radio. And our guest today is Jennifer Etzweiler. Is that, did I say that correctly, by the way? There's a Z in there. It's Etzweiler. Etzweiler. Gotcha. Gotcha. I knew there was a Z in there, but I wasn't sure if it was silent or loud. So Nope, nope it's a loud one. <laughs> ah, very good. And uh, so Jennifer is um, an animal communicator. And she's been doing uh, some this work for a while now. And but this is now this is the first time that we are going to take calls on the radio. Is that is that yes. correct? Yeah, I think this is like the fourth time I've been on your show. But yeah, first time live on the radio taking live calls. So uh, what I would like you to do, so I can win twenty bucks from Nathan, is to give us a call right now at four two five three seven three five five two seven. Or toll-free, 888-298-5569. Now, there are really no restrictions. You could talk to Jennifer about an animal's behavior that's happening now, one that uh, has passed on, and you'd like to know uh, what they're doing over there and if they're planning on coming back or or how, all of that. So uh, you, you're certainly welcome to do that. I asked her that question about my dog, and she said, you asked that question before, haven't you? And I said, well, yeah. And she said, he says, just knock it off and just get on with it, and if you're going to do it, do it, and uh, I'll be there for you. Isn't, isn't that kind of what he said? Yeah, he, he said that, that that when you stop asking and looking for him, then he'll have the room to look at reincarnation and show up again. Indeed, indeed. And uh, I'm not I'm not sure that he wasn't the same dog that I had prior to that, which were they were both the same kind of breeds. I suspect so. <clears throat> so but, you know, who knows? Um, but you do. And that's why somebody should call right now and I'll give you the phone numbers one more time. Now, you if you're a regular KKNW listener, you know, these phone numbers well, uh, but uh, 425-373-5527. Or 888-298-5569. I would implore you to give us a call if you have got a pet issue. Um, she's every bit as good as anybody I've ever worked with. I've tested her out and, and stuff. So uh, it, would be, it would be great for her, you to do that. And she's also a local. And so if you want to talk to her offline, as it were, uh, you can do that by doing what, Jennifer? Uh, the easiest way to get in touch with me is to go to my website, jenniferetzweiler.com, uh, or contact me uh, through Facebook Messenger, which is also Jennifer Etzweiler. Very good. How long has the website been up now? Uh, a couple of years, maybe a year and a half or so, I think. Oh, good. So you, you've been doing this a while. And yeah, I mean, I, I think I took my first class in the mid nineties. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, and then I like over the years, I, I take a weekend class here and there, um, and and it just wasn't until I went to the animal communication school that we talked about where I got the constant practice one or two times a week for eighteen months that I really felt confident enough to look at doing this professionally. It's a matter of building your confidence and understanding that what you are hearing is not what you are thinking. It is you're setting your brain kind of to the side and then listening for other other voices and other things to come into your head. Is that is that kind of right? Yeah, that's a, a good description of it. So everybody receives messages in a slightly different way. I generally... Um, 
I hear a lot of things um, inside my head, not an actual voice outside. Um, I see words spelled out when I close my eyes. Sometimes if I'm really lucky, when I ask a pet what their favorite treat is, I can taste it. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> So we all get, get things in a slightly different way. And, and the practice is really about learning what those things mean when you get them. Boy, I got to tell you, you know what we've done here right now is we've, we've made Nathan work kind of hard. because <laughs> the, the, the phone lines are basically filled up and <laughs> they did that like, like now. So there is a, there's a need for your work and people would like to talk to you. Nathan, who do we have up first? We have Danielle in Bellevue is calling us, interested in talking with her golden retriever. Welcome to the show, Danielle. You're live on Positive Talk Radio with Kevin McDonald and Jennifer Etzweiler. Hello. So, yes, uh, our, my golden retriever, Maverick, passed away uh, in, no, in November. Just wondering what he's up to. He is still playing. He shows me... Um, it's, it's like the side of a hill with lots of grass. I don't see wildflowers, which I sometimes do, but lots of grass and jumping around in the sun and just having fun. And he's trying to decide what he wants to do next, whether he's going to come back, um, what he's going to come back as, and who he's going to come back to, which really feels like it might be your family again. Okay, First of all, I want you. to tell you I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, he's he's real, real happy where he is, and he loves you so much. And, and, and do you know why he left? Because he was only seven. He's not showing me anything. He's telling me it was just time to move on and move into the next phase of things both for him and for you. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Thank you. You're very thank welcome. Thank you, thank you very much for giving us a call. And uh, I guess we should go skipping merrily along. By the way, if you want, that does open up the phone line. So if you want to give us a call at 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569, you can do that. Um, it's been my experience, um, Jennifer, that sometimes larger dogs, like a, um, a, a retriever, a golden retriever, their lifespan can be shorter, and that's kind of like by design prior to them even getting here. Yeah, I mean, the, the, when they choose what they're going to come as, they know what, what the lifespan of that animal is, um, and it's... I personally believe that we all do that before we incarnate. Um, our our friend Allison does a, a great imitation of uh, we're on the other side. We're sitting in a bar. We're drunk as all get out when we sign the contract that says, yeah, sure, I'll do whatever <laughs> when I reincarnate because you're too drunk to know what you're signing. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm convinced that we have an expiration date at the bottom of my foot, and it's been years since I've been able to see the bottom of my feet. And <laughs> no idea. But anyway, Nathan, let's go to the next one. Sure. Let's go ahead and speak with Sally in Seattle. Sally, tell us what's going on with your chihuahua. Okay. Well, his name is Tapper James, and he's about three and a half pounds. 
but he's I'm an older dog, and I know he has a heart condition, and I and I I'm pretty sure he's going blind and deaf, and I'm just wondering if Jennifer, if you can sense anything, like do we need to let him go? He's you know sometimes he seems okay, but he seems a little sad, and he's of course not moving around as much because I think he's afraid that he doesn't know where he is. Yeah. Um, so I get this question a lot with older animals and I can tell you that, that your dog, I'm sorry, I missed the first part of his name. It was what James? Oh, Tucker. Tucker James. Okay. Um, so, so I'm not sensing that he's like, depressed or ready to cross over, but he is in that kind of like, we all wind down phase. Um, Mm -hmm. We do it at the end of life. We do. I've noticed like I do it every winter. I kind of wind down for the winter and he's in this kind of winding down phase. Um, He doesn't feel the need to get up and run around and do a lot of the things he doesn't feel particularly depressed, although sometimes he's like, yeah, I'm winding down and I feel old. But it's not like a all the time kind of thing. It's just an occasional. If I feel like his eyesight is worse than his hearing, but he also sometimes finds it convenient to pretend. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Um, it just, you know, like, I don't want to get up and move right now. So I'm just going to pretend I don't know what's going on. That happens sometimes. Um, and, but beyond that, he seems pretty happy. He's just real content to sit and watch what's going on rather than participate right now. Okay. And is there any way to know if he would be able to come back again? Well, they all can come back again. Um, he's not at a place where he's even thinking about that at all yet. He, okay. he, he's not done with this life, so he's not anywhere near ready to start thinking about that. Okay. And yep. Sally, right. Sally, there's a there's a book that I would encourage you to get. It is, and he had a chihuahua as well. By the way, how old is your chihuahua? Eighteen. Oh. Wow, that's yeah. impressive. And but there's a, there's a book called Tyson's Gift, and it's about a Chihuahua that came back um, after after they passed, and he was about the same age. My sister had a also had a Chihuahua that was 18 years. They live a long time, and and yeah. um, the advice that she got from Kim Miller, I, she Kim was, and I worked together for a long time, and uh, the advice she got was it is better to be a little too soon than too late. Yeah, I just don't want him to suffer at all. Yeah, and sometimes they, at that age, they can go downhill pretty quickly, at least yeah. in my, in my novice. Tyson, Tyson's Gift? Tyson's Gift, yes. Can you, can uh, the the author is uh, Brandon Wainwright. Brandon Wainwright, yeah, that'll help. All right, thank you both so much. I really appreciate it. Thank uh, you. I, I feel your pain. I lost my Wesley a couple of years ago. He was 14 and a half, and I'm still yeah. not over it. Yeah. All right. Thank you again. Take care. Thank you, Sally. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Kevin, can I just say something about um, we worry a lot about our animals suffering, 
Mm -hmm. And my experience is that they don't view it the same way we do. We worry about it a lot. We care about them. We want to do what we can to take care of them. We don't want them to be in pain because we love them. To them, it's often just a part of life. They don't, it's not like, oh, this pain is bad or it's good to feel good. I mean, we all like to feel happy. Um, but they don't they don't worry about it the way we do. They don't focus on it the way um, I've like I do on my pain. When something hurts, all I can think about is what hurts. They don't really think about it that way. It's just part of life. Um, and so I don't think that they mentally suffer the way we worry about them suffering. I totally get that. I totally get that. They have a different view of of their entire experience here. And and Nathan, we have another call. And this this gentleman this gentleman has a black lab, is that correct? Mhm. And that's Travis calling us from Roy, Washington, and we do still have a phone line open. This is our last caller in the line right now. So if you want to still get in and give us uh, get a reading from Jennifer about your animal or communicate with your animal, our phone number is 425-373-5527 or toll-free at 888 888- Two nine eight five five six nine, but time is running short. So let's go ahead and welcome Travis to the show. You know, you know, it's interesting, Nathan. <clears throat> I have a son, and he his his name is Travis. And I was reading the because you you put this on the list here, and I was reading it, and it was like, let's see, Travis. And first of all, it, I thought it was Travis Roy, not Travis from Roy. Yeah, and so it was like. Oh, Travis Roy. That's my name, my kid's name. And and there's a black lab. He has a black lab. Wait a minute. Travis, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Dad? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good. Thank you very much. Thanks for calling in. I did. I I appreciate you. You are welcome. I see I catch your show every now and then. <laughs> I am so I'm I'm impressed and, and so happy for that. Thank you so much. And, and there's Jennifer. Hi, Travis. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. I've got a three-year-old black lab called Kaylee, okay. and I'm running out of shoes. <laughs> I'm wondering if you have any advice on. Ways I can keep her more occupied so she doesn't get bored and eat my things. Well, my best best advice is is lots of chewy toys, um, and especially the ones with the bumps on them. That it seems, especially in younger dogs, I see and I can feel it. If you can see me on camera, I'm like touching my lips. <laughs> I can feel the pressure on my gums from those toys that especially with younger dogs, seem to really like that. Um, So lots of toys that she can chew, but also lots and lots of exercise. Like tire her out is the best advice I can give. Um, and, And if it's within your means and your schedule is available, training classes. And I say this, it it's great for both the dog and for you because it gives you like a shared language and, and you can communicate expectations better. And you also learn to read your dog's body language better. So there's lots and lots of benefits to going to training. I bet I will, I will tell you, Travis has done a really good, it's an adorable dog. She is just, she is just 
an awesome dog. But you know what it might mean, Travis? It might be something as simple as you're going to have to put your shoes away. <gasps> well, yeah, I'll do that, now. that is key. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, well, see, she 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 likes to eat stuff. So so you know. But so Jennifer, why is that when the, a dog knows and Kaylee knows that it drives Travis crazy when she eats his shoes? Why do they still do it? Is it is it a urge that they cannot control? Cause it tastes so good. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, so some of it is uh, a lot of animals like socks and shoes because it smells so much like us. Um, sometimes it's the um, uh, the chewy and the especially in younger dogs, it's it's almost like a teething thing where they just need the pressure in their mouths and that feels good. Um, and other times it's. it's probably not conscious, but I think like on a soul level, they're trying to teach us some responsibility that like owning that in this particular case, if you leave your shoes out and you have a dog, a young dog, they might get chewed up. So you have to own that. You got to put your stuff away that you've contributed to the problem. And, and that's something that I've had animals teach me. I've, I've had them, you know, I've heard this story before. So it's, um, mm -hmm. It that seems to be a common one too. So, Trav, I'm I'm really really so. So, how many pairs of shoes do you have left? Ones I'm wearing. <laughs> well, those are boots, aren't they? Well, yeah. I bought a brand new pair of slippers, and they did not last an hour. <laughs> well, they're soft and gushy. I don't know. So it sounds like I need to go get one of those uh, those. Bumpy balls, which tears those shreds. So yeah, maybe maybe a bigger one. Like I know that there's different. I don't have a dog, so I don't shop the toy section very often. But I know that there are different sizes and different hardnesses of those. So you may may try a couple different ones and see if some last a little bit longer than others. Um, yeah, the other only, one that there's only one I found. Even the tire didn't oh. hold up. A tire? A tire. Oh. <laughs> well, you, apparently Kaylee has an oral fixation. I don't know. So um, <laughs> she, uh, she is uh, definitely tenacious about it. Yes, indeed. Thank, by the way, we have to move along. We've got another caller. But thank you so much for giving me a call. It makes my heart warm to talk to you on the air. Not a problem at all. Have a good show, guys. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks. And our final Amazing. caller of the day is Peggy calling us from Shoreline. Has a Welsh Terrier named, well, Terry. Welcome to the show. You are live on Positive Talk Radio with Kevin McDonald and Jennifer Etzweiler. Hi there, Kevin. Hi there, Jennifer. Hi. And um, I, I, I'm loving this show so much. And it's so good to know that there are people out there who can connect um, at a very different level. Um, and, uh, you know, communication is like the most important thing, right? So one of the most important uh, stories that I have is um, the dog that I grew up with. Okay, we only got like five minutes, so let's uh, make it quick. Party pooper. 
Okay. Well, thank you. That took up a, a little bit right there. His name is Terry. <laughs> and um, he passed away. And um, I didn't know when I was growing up how to take care of dogs, and I wasn't really taught either. And so I've carried into my adulthood a really deep pain where I feel ashamed and embarrassed about how I treated Terry. And I wish that I could, every time I think of him, I feel sick. And I just want to tell him how sorry I am. And I want him to forgive me for not being a better um, child in the family home to a dog because I didn't know any better. And I'm just wondering if you can connect with him and let him know I'm sorry and ask him if he would forgive me. Yeah, he, um, he, he knows, he knows you're sorry and he would really love you to stop beating yourself up because you were a child. And, um, I know when I was a kid, we treated animals differently than we treat them now. Um, I mean, as a society, not just me personally, but he came into a family with children for that experience and he knew it wasn't always going to be perfect. Um, Mm -hmm. and he knows that you've learned from it too. So he doesn't think there's anything to forgive. Everything happened the way it was supposed to. Okay. And, and, and he, he really, really wants you to stop beating yourself up about this. He loves you. And and everything happened the way it was supposed to. Okay. If I, if I could just, uh, Peggy, if I could just follow up with that. Your 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 dog, when they pass over, they change a little bit. And all the things that they went through that were negative, they've forgotten about. They love you. And they want the best for you. And the first thing that they will say, and, and being a person, an animal, whatever, I've done so many readings with, with um, experts. What they will say is, we want you to be happy. We want your life to be wonderful. And so don't beat yourself up over anything that you cannot control anymore. You can't change the past. Let it go. Thank you. Thank you, both of you. Yeah. You have yourself And I think that's a message everybody needs to hear from time to time. It is. I think you're right. And I, as a matter of fact, I just did that on uh, on the Instagram. So if you go there uh, to the Positive Talk Radio on the Instagram page, and it has, uh, you know, talks about that we live in the moment. We live right now. We don't live in the past. Whatever happened in the past is gone. You can't change it. You can't do anything about it. So let it go. Yeah. Learn from it. You know, That's I right. don't want it to be a waste. I don't want my experience to be a waste. You know, exactly. And hopefully, and and hopefully Peggy, we continue to grow and we evolve and hopefully we share that compassion with others as well. And, you and are I, I know Peggy and I know she has learned from this. I, I've seen the way she treats dogs and I know she's learned from every experience she's had. So Aww, thank you. Own that. Own that you are a better person now than you were yesterday or the day before and just own it. Thank you. You're so welcome. It was such a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much for being here. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Peggy. And uh, that that concludes. Boy, I got to tell you, you were hot, 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 hot. And you did a really nice job. Uh, Jennifer, you know, there are sometimes 
when we open up the phone lines and nobody calls. And there are times when you filled the, you've, you filled the half hour and you did a great job. And I want to thank you very much for that. And if somebody wants to get a hold of you to work with you to talk about further issues with your animal, how do they do it? Jennifer at Swiler.com or I, you know, that Facebook messenger thing, Jennifer at Swiler on Facebook, it pops right up on my phone. So either way it gets to me pretty fast. And we have to go. I want to thank everybody. We'll be back Monday at three. And by the way, be kind to one another because each other's all we've got. See you then.